0: Is day football day 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 day. It is Texas, it is Texas like Football Today, a show in. on the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here... Sitting over there, back in the saddle again, celebrating his 85th birthday today. Happy birthday to Michael Kane.
1: Oh, well, he's only the second most important person to a birthday today.
0: Correct. Uh, we'll get to that in a moment. Oh. Today is Wednesday, March 14th, 2019. 259 days till Thanksgiving. Episode 724. 724 Carlos Peguero's OPS in his illustrious Texas Rangers career. Those 30 games in 2015. Big show today. Big show. We're going to be joined here in just a moment. By the new head coach of the Texas Tech Red Raiders, Coach Matt Wells will be joining us here in just a moment. We've got a number of questions him. Excited to talk with Coach Wells, um, a, uh, a guy that I know there's a lot of excitement building out there in Lubbock about what he's going to be able to build there. Uh, so excited to talk to Coach Wells coming up here in just a moment. Before we get to that, do you have? Do you want to do your first four?
1: We only got three so far. Oh, my God. Y'all are slacking. Uh, but shout-out to Miziel, Josh, Ed McElroy. Oh, and there you go. Levi Kneebush. There you go. Um,
0: before we get to Coach Wells, uh, today is a special day. We need to acknowledge today is the 94th birthday of the GOAT, Dave Campbell. It's true. Dave Campbell, our founder and editor-in-chief, turns 94 today. Um, happy birthday to Mr. Campbell. I talked to him yesterday. Um, and, yeah, he's, uh, he, he's, he's a living legend. We we should we really need to appreciate uh, the, the fact that uh, you know we have such a, a rich history here at Dave Campbell's Texas Football because of what Mr. Campbell built uh, 60 years ago, uh, and as a result, it's uh, you know we want to wish him a very very happy birthday. Uh, normally, he will uh, go over to the country club and have have lunch. That's usually his, his birthday thing, at least what he did last year. I should probably call him after the show. But a very happy birthday to our founder and editor-in-chief, Dave Campbell. Uh, he is planning, by the way, uh, to come to THSE Coaching School and Convention as he normally does uh, in July. This year it's in Houston. So he should be there to, uh, uh, to sign your... your magazines to sign autographs, but uh, Mr. Campbell, turning 94 years young today. Happy birthday to Mr. Campbell. We are Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells, and of course see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across Lone Star State. I want to invite you to become a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider. It's our subscription package. If you're interested in getting the two thousand and nineteen summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football mailed to you before Before it hits store shelves, become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at texasfootball.com. You get that. You get the recruiting uh, edition. We'll put that in the mail for you today. You also get a year's worth of exclusive online content at texasfootball.com, including computer rankings of every Texas high school football team, computer projections of every Texas high school football game, insider-only podcasts, recruiting analysis from our friends at Next Level Athlete, uh, and uh, our analyst Greg Powers, uh, all that good stuff. Everything I just listed and much, much more. 1995 for the first year. 1995 for first year uh, to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Makes a great gift as well. TexasFootball.com slash insider to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Max, let's go to the hotline and bring in the head coach, I guess we'll still say new head coach, uh, of the Texas Tech Red Raiders. We are joined by Coach Matt Wells. Coach, how are things in beautiful Lubbock, Texas?
2: They're going great. How are you doing?
0: We're doing excellent. Appreciate you taking a little bit of time uh, to chat with us. Um, I know that... um, you know, I know we've heard a lot of, of people out there in, in tech, at Texas Tech talk about what a great fit you are uh, for this program, but I, I kind of want to, to flip that uh, question a little bit, and, and I want to ask you, you know, you're moving over from Utah State to, to come here to Texas Tech. Uh, why is Texas Tech such a good fit for you? Why is it such a good fit for Matt Wells?
2: Well, there's a few reasons. Um, first of all, just uh, initially, the initial fit from a football standpoint, um, you know, I think uh, the draw from Texas Tech, the how they've scored points, the play of the quarterbacks, the play of the receivers the last 10 to 20 years, you know, receivers especially in the last little while, but um, going all the way back, you know, 20 years ago um, to the quarterback play and what we do on offense and the success we've had with quarterbacks at Utah State and what we do, I think, is a very natural fit, first of all. Um, second of all, the fit that, uh, you know, Kirby Hokut, our AD, um presented to me of what type of program he thinks it is and that it could be and that it has been and and when it won um was a little bit of who we are. Um, you know, I, I think an offense that scores points um that is going to push the ball down the field that is blue collar, tough program that um I think is a developmental program. You know, as I look around and I see Chris Beard and the success that he's had and, you know, I, I uh I think we're You know, I want to be very similar to him. I think we are already naturally because I think we pride ourselves on being very developmental in terms of how we coach and and the investment into coaching, strength and conditioning, the training, the nutrition, everything that we do, Greg, Mm -hmm. um, I think fits Texas Tech. We will play in the grad school transfer market a little bit, just like Chris has, I think, and had success with that. And we certainly did that at Utah State. And so that's the football fit, I think, was very natural for me. Um, because that's kind of what we've done and had a great amount of success with it at Utah state. And then there's two more fits for me. Number one, it was family, Um, you know, being closer to where I grew up. um, You know, my mom is a little bit closer uh, sister and her family and, and all that growing up in Oklahoma. And then the, the fit from a recruiting standpoint, myself included, our our whole staff has recruited Texas, the vast majority of our careers, never with an in-state logo. All right. Mm -hmm. Uh, which I believe is a powerful thing, the, the double T here in this state. But the relationships, Texas is so much relationship uh, recruiting and relationship-based when you talk about the relationships you have with high school coaches and junior college coaches as well. And we've done that. A lot of guys on our staff that have done that for a vast majority of their career, now we get to do it from an in-state. So there were several fits, I think, that made it very natural for me. And then obviously when it was presented um, it's an easy yes uh, from my standpoint. You
0: are a two time Mountain West Coach of the Year uh, there at Utah State. Uh, now moving over uh, to the Big 12. I think that, uh, you know, us in the media, we make a lot of the, the difference between a, a so called Group of Five Conference and a so called Power Five Conference. Uh, for you, is there a, a difference? Is there a challenge in moving from the Group of Five to Power Five, or is coaching football coaching football?
2: Well, I think, no, I think there's absolutely a challenge, but I believe coaching football um, how we did it at Utah state and how we're going to attempt to do it at Texas tech is very, very similar. I think there's a lot of parallels, like I was saying, uh, which fires me up, man. Um, because of the program that we've run that I believe that can be very successful here at Texas tech. Um, but there's a challenge in coming to a new league. There's, there's new defensive coordinators you got to go against. There's new, uh, offensive coordinators. There's uh different recruiting challenges. It's not recruiting. It's not recruiting. Texas It's just challenges. And you're learning your program and the things that uh, we're going to sell that are completely unbelievably positive about Lubbock and Texas Tech. And then knowing the the things that people are going to negative recruit us about, you know, and and um, I, uh, I look forward to that challenge. And I think that, uh, man, Texas Tech has a lot to sell, the facilities, the people. Um, there has been good tradition here in the past and man we hope to revive that and get Jones Stadium rocking again.
0: We're talking with Matt Wells, the new head coach of the Texas Tech Red Raiders here on Texas Football today. Get involved in the conversation hashtag TF today. Uh, coach you are uh, you're following a guy out there in, in, in Lubbock who's uh who's, you know, Beloved, you know there in Cliff Kingsbury, a guy who set records there uh, as a quarterback. Uh, you know, a, a native son. Uh, I'm, I'm really interested from your perspective. How do you handle following a guy like that? Following a guy who is so who beloved there. Obviously, didn't work out for the coaching perspective. But how do you go about following a guy uh, that that is kind of a local legend there in Lubbock?
2: Well, it's not real hard. I have a tremendous amount of respect for Cliff. Uh, I mean, his playing career, I think, speaks you know, volumes and uh, he's an alumni. I know how that is. Uh, I just left a school that was my alma mater and something that I had a great deal of pride in and, you know, welcomed, um, you know, alumni back. And, and I just think, you know, I have a lot of respect for Cliff and the job that he did. I mean, they scored points. He did a great job recruiting quarterbacks and developing quarterbacks. Um, And I hope, you know, for him, from his standpoint as an alumni, I hope to make him proud to be real honest with Mm -hmm. you. And, Um, we're going to come in and do what we do and be who we are Um, and I think our program fits Texas Tech and I'm fired up to to put our people in place and and let our coaches go to work and recruiting and and coaching and and there's good players here and I'm I'm excited um, to coach these guys we've already started a little bit into spring ball but three days in but got a lot of respect for these guys and how hard they practice and and some of that has already been said here, and so, uh, man, I, th- I think the sky's the limit here in Lubbock. Uh,
0: you have mentioned recruiting. It's been a Boy, a, just a whirlwind for you. Uh, you get hired on, on November 29th, um, and then the early signing period right around the corner, and then and then National Signing Day uh, comes, yeah. comes and goes. Uh, I'm, I'm interested overall when you take a look at obviously a, a truncated schedule for you, uh, but, but overall when you take a look at, at, at what you guys were able to do in such a short period of time uh, from a recruiting perspective, I'm interested in kind of your overall takeaways.
2: Well, that's an extremely uh, challenging and difficult situation when there's a new coach coming in and you've got early signing day right around the corner, right? And um, you're focusing on um, keeping that class together. That that was already committed and and here at Tech. And I think we did a good job of that. But I think the biggest thing for us, Greg, is we tried to get around our players a little bit more. And and, I had heard that from other coaches that had taken over, Uh, jobs similar to this. And and that is uh, you better make sure that that your locker room, you know, you try to introduce yourself to them because Greg, here's the deal. I chose them. Yeah. Yeah. They they didn't choose me. They didn't come to tech because of me or my staff. And we chose them and we wanted to, uh, to try to earn their trust, not demand their trust, but to earn it. And that takes two things. Number one, it takes time. And number two, it takes their heart. So I asked them to give me their heart. And, uh, we focused on our players and, you know, a hundred days into this thing, just a few days over a uh, hundred days, there's, we haven't had any, uh, any scholarship kids leave. And, um, you know, at some point there's going to be, because we all understand that, right? There's some, there's going to be some attrition, but there's going to be very, very little here, um, in terms of that. And, and, um, we need everybody to win here, but, you know, going back to your initial question, that's kind of what we did. Um, and then. You know the, the the recruiting through January focused on adding a few more to this class, as well as getting a complete jump start on our 2020s and 2021s, with which I think we've gotten off to a good start so far with on that. And there's more to come. And then, uh, like I mentioned before, we'll we're going to plan that grad school transfer market and uh, you know potentially some laid out JUCOs. Um, that fit needs, and and I think as we get deeper into spring here, spring practice, we'll be able to better assess those. Uh,
0: Texas Tech has been kind of uh, a, a bit of a pioneer in, in the spring game world. Uh, you guys are uh, March 30th, you guys are going to have a, a scrimmage out there uh, in Lubbock, and then another one uh, the next week there in Midland, but then you play your, your spring game uh, at, at the Star in Frisco. Um, this is something that has, has been pretty unique to uh, to uh, Texas Tech. I'm interested in kind of in, in your your opinion on this, the idea of playing not only multiple spring games but playing uh, your spring game in a place like Frisco
2: well I'm I'm curious kind of like uh maybe I think the rest of our our coaches to see how that plays out I'm I'm fired up about the one uh, here in Lubbock I think it'll be a great showing we're gonna have our coaches clinic I think it's the first time they've had a coaches clinic here in a long 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 time you know that Friday night before and Saturday morning so we're gonna welcome a lot of coaches from the state of Texas and and I'm fired up about that kind of an old school clinic and certainly want to put that out there and make sure everybody knows that um but i know there'll be a great showing there midland i'm told there's going to be maybe close to 15,000 people mm-hmm. and uh man i'm gonna tell you what midland is is a huge uh you know town for us out in west texas uh texas tech supporters um deep that place runs deep and then to bring the last scrimmage uh to frisco is is uh you know in the star i that's going to be exciting i i can't wait to see what it's like and the atmosphere, and certainly, uh, you know, I think there's uh, an advantage to all of our alumni in the DFW and the Metroplex being able to come see the Red Raiders, and and certainly recruits as well. So I think it, uh, you know, it's it seems like it's kind of a win-win for both, and certainly, uh, you know, that's just me kind of from an outside perspective looking in, and can't wait to get in the middle of it myself.
0: And. You know, you you mentioned a little bit earlier about um, how you guys are going to be, at, you know, the the forefront of, of developing players. You guys would be at the forefront of, of getting guys uh, to really yeah. be the best that they can be. Uh, I'm I'm interested from your perspective. Are there one or two guys already uh, that you've seen that you've 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 watched uh, work uh, and watch practice that that you think could be these breakout guys, guys that, that maybe these candidates uh, for people that we could be talking about, you know, nine months from now as as real breakout stars for the Red Raiders.
2: Well, that's that's hard. You're asking me to do it, you know. Um, <laughs> My bad, Coach. Um, just, just three practices in. But uh, I think there's some talented kids on this roster. Uh, the, two, the two inside linebackers are good players, Rico Jeffers and Jordan Brooks. Those two guys are really good players. Certainly Adrian Fry out on the corner, he, he had a really good year last year. and it's, I think that's been pretty widely noted, and, and you can see that. Um, I think we have some talented quarterbacks, a, a talented receiver. Really up front is where I'm a little bit surprised about. Um, I think we're going to be okay up front on the O-line. We've got some guys coming back um, that I've gotten to, to look at for three days and, and two guys that are going to miss this spring with injury that certainly have a lot of starting and playing experience. So, um, you know, there's there's more to come and everything. Um, but, uh, I, you know, that's, that's a very initial three days in, mm-hmm. Greg. Um, shoot, I'll I'll have a better idea, you know, as we get into spring ball. But these guys work. I got respect for these kids, for these young men that we're coaching, and and they work and they practice hard. And I'm excited to see uh, us improve as spring goes on.
0: Tech has always been known as as kind of an offensive fireworks factory out there. Uh, you know, and the defense kind of comes along. It's you know in in a way that uh, maybe not as well as, as as fans would have hoped. I'm interested, kind of your, from your perspective. Um, you know, this is a a, a place that Offensive players want to come play. They they want to they right. want to they want to fire it up. How do you kind of turn the tide and get it so you can get these outstanding defensive players to come and want to play in in Lubbock?
2: Well, the goal is this: every outstanding offensive player in the state of Texas, uh, especially skill kids, will want to play in this offense. That'll continue to be the goal. All right, mm-hmm. and they've certainly had a lot of good players that have come out of here in the last decade, um, really maybe you know fifteen years or so. Uh, offensive skill guys, but. The key to winning a lot of games, a lot consistent is to have that type of offensive firepower. But you better be able to slow down some and stop some people in the big 12. And right now, um, you know, in my very limited, you know, um, you know, kind of research and looking into the big 12. I don't know if there's a better league out there that has the combination of receivers quarterbacks and play callers than the big 12 does right now mm-hmm. i mean it is a major challenge every single weekend i think to play defense in this league because of the offensive firepower and um and the coaching on the offense and so that's an extreme challenge keith patterson and our defensive staff i know are excited to uh to dig into that and um and to play great defense and when you play in a spread offense like we're going to play in a no huddle yeah. high pace tempo offense you know the biggest thing that you need is possessions. Mm
0: -hmm. You know,
2: you need touches, you need possessions. And uh, that's how defenses have to be evaluated these days when you're playing in a league like this is stops. You know, fourth down stops, three and outs, forced punts, turnovers. uh, To get the ball back to your offense, I think that's the biggest key to playing defense in this league.
0: So we uh, we're talking with Matt Wells the head coach of Texas Tech and coach I know you've uh, you've got a ton of work to do but uh, I do got to ask you uh you know the whole the whole family's coming to Lubbock uh, your wife Jen your two daughters Jaden and Ellen your son Wyatt um, Yeah. but but most most importantly let's just say hypothetically that we were coming over for dinner we were coming over okay. for dinner what are you making for us what's the what's the what's the go to what's the go to culinary specialty for for Matt Wells when he gets in the kitchen
2: well uh, this summer, when we get all moved in, or this last week, they've been here 10 days. Mm. And so we are, I'm actually sitting on a chair in my garage right now, looking at a bunch <laughs> of boxes, uh, taking spring break to, to help Jen and the kids get this thing unpacked. But uh, now Torchy's Tacos, Evie Mae's Barbecue right now in Lubbock have been big go-tos <laughs> um, for us. You know, um, uh, there's, there's a few more, but uh, I mean, I'm going to be on the back grill um, either going to have some, some chicken or some steak, or maybe we just go country hamburgers, oh, you know, over it. here in the summer, pretty simple, pretty simple guy. <laughs> uh, but we got, we found some good loving spots to eat at. I can tell you that yeah, this you, week.
0: Yeah. You got some, uh, you got, you got a little culinary fair out there, uh, in, in, in the eight Oh six. He is Matt Wells. He is the new head coach of the Texas tech red Raiders coach. Really appreciate your time. Congratulations again on, on the new gig. Uh, best of luck in the spring and we'll be talking to you in the fall.
2: I appreciate it. Hey, congratulations on your award. I heard you just got uh, the uh, what is it, the sportscaster the radio voice <sighs> Something of the like year. That. I don't uh know. but THSCAS big time deal.
0: Well, I appreciate it, coach. come I, on, well, congratulations. I Thank you, coach. I appreciate it. Thanks thanks right. for your time, Coach. And and get it, to work on packing those boxes.
2: We'll do. Anytime. Appreciate you having me on.
0: There he goes. Matt Wells, the head coach, of the Texas Tech Red Raiders, joining us here on Texas football today. Good guy.
1: He's my hero for making that about you. I'm i'm not congratulations greg on your big award i'm not happy about that <laughs> i the only thing that would have made better is if he brought up the other big award you're winning There's nothing you got all the awards hardly, buddy hardly are no. we gonna put the trophies next Ma- to you on the table
0: max thompson has a, uh, let it be known max thompson is a new favorite head coach in the state of texas guns up y'all <laughs> uh, appreciate matt wells uh Hopping on with us, I know he's got a ton going on—not just spring practice and not just all that, f- all that—but uh, but also moving a family and and you know sitting in his garage, uh, moving boxes is uh, is, is something we, we we talk a lot about X's and O's, but those are the real X's and O's to keep you keep you married and keep your family happy. So mm-hmm. appreciate Matt Wells uh, hopping on with us and and chatting a little bit with us. Now we go to Max Thompson for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts?
1: Uh, we got plenty. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, don't worry. If you thought the show was going to end early, you were wrong. Uh, Terry Adams wants to know where Ish is.
0: He's out there watching uh, basketball. Oh.
1: She says it's the question everyone was asking. Uh, was he not on with you at all last week? No. Oh, man. We had, the um, people have been denied for like we two had a weeks a technical.
0: We had a technically bad episode with um, I heard. Shahan. Yeah. And then we had a you very – You didn't know
1: about the camera mics. No. And yeah. then we
0: had a technically uh, solid show with Matt Step on Tuesday.
1: See, this is – I Step don't, don't tell anyone anything when I leave because I tell them not to do the show when I'm gone, and he does it anyway because he feels like you guys want shows. And then he screws him up. For you people. That's why he's won two awards this year for being a sports writer, sportscaster, I don't know, whatever. Just t- he's TV's Greg Tepper. Two awards, that's what he's got. Just because he cares about you people.
0: What's next, Max? <laughs>
1: uh, let's see here. Oh, Ed McElroy wants to know, hey, look, it's Dave's birthday. Why aren't we talking to Dave?
2: No call him. <laughs> I don't want to put. Him. I don't want to put. I don't want to put ninety-four-year-old Dave
1: on the spot. I'm not putting, Dave, I'm not on putting Dave on the spot. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we nah. thought about it. If,
0: and honestly, if, if 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 we hadn't booked Matt Wells kind of yeah. out of the blue,
1: yeah. it would, we would have been talking to Dave yeah. today. But. Matt Matt kind of fell and into I'm not there. and I yeah. am not gonna, no, I'm no, not going. I'm not going to
0: surprise him and put not, him on the air.
1: We're not ambushing Dave. No, we'll call him at some point today. And like you said, you talk to him pretty pretty frequently. So yeah. Actually, Dave doesn't want to come on the show because he's he doesn't want to answer questions for people like Ed. He's a,
0: yeah. It's, well, more importantly, he's much. just he's like this is the show that like yeah it flies like the Dave Campbell's banner. But he's like, oh, yeah.
1: Oh, I, don't know. I don't know about oh. this show. I don't know. And look, I agree. Uh, Josh Chappa, great question. Do you do the questionnaire y'all put out mm-hmm. to the coaches? Mm-hmm weigh heavy into the rankings and projections for the Summer Magazine when they are entered.
0: Yes, absolutely. So a few things. First and foremost, I mean, obviously there's a lot of nitty-gritty data that goes into it, like how many starters do you have coming back on offense and, and things like that. But then we also ask coaches, hey, what do you think of your district? And what do you think of the region? And, you know, we do ask coaches, what do you think of the state? But I'll be honest, mostly coaches are experts on their district and their region. If you start asking about the state... Generally speaking, you start getting a lot of the, the same teams and, uh, you know, teams that, that were good last year. They don't necessarily know. Because if you're coaching in the panhandle, you don't necessarily know how good a team in the Coastal Bend is going to be for the next yeah. year. But we do ask them about that, and that weighs very heavily because we, because nobody knows these teams better than those guys, and those guys are, and though especially when you're talking about how do I want to put this especially when we were talking about kind of those sleeper teams okay that we have a pretty good idea of who the top 5 or 6 or 10 teams are going to be but when you get into that like 12th and 13th it's like there are t- there are teams that we keep hearing a lot about there are teams that say that we will hear and say oh boy that team is really really solid and, you know that you got to watch out for them they were really young last year they and and then you kind of start digging a little bit deeper so, yeah, to answer your question, yes, we that weighs very heavily into how our rankings uh, work out, not only because of just the, the pure data part of it, but also because of their opinion, because those guys know better than anybody.
1: Yeah, it's kind of a three-part process. You're weighing what the coaches are telling you. Uh, then Jerry Forrest, our numbers man, crunches all the data that he has mm-hmm. and comes out with his sort of ideas for it. And then we kind of sit back as a group and go, okay, how much of this – Mm-hmm. Are we on board with? And how much of this seems a little off?
0: Yeah, because generally speaking, what we'll do yeah. is that is that the the first kind of bit of data to start our rankings will be Jerry's numbers. Yeah, they'll come in and we'll and then we'll kind of spend a couple weeks looking at this and be like, boy, I don't know. I think that team's too low. I think that team might be a little bit too high, and and kind of finagling them around. And so that's why, by the way, if you if you're interested, that's why the computer rankings that you see on TexasFootball.com for insiders can often be pretty different from the m- rankings you see in the magazine because we want to move some things around and we think you know for better or for worse we do inject our opinion into uh what those rankings look like as well so uh yeah it's it's, it's a little bit of art a little bit of science a bit of a mix of that
1: uh some guy named matt tepper is back mm-hmm. he says mm-hmm. uh, if you could choose any celeb to bribe your way into college who would you choose and what sport would you want to be a fake recruit for it's a
0: great question yeah um, it would certainly be would 100% be Reginald Vell Johnson, sure. who played sure. um, Carl Winslow on yep. the hit television show Family Matters. Yep. Uh, and I would want to be um, a squash player. Yeah. I feel like I could fake my way into being a squash
1: player. You would want to be a squash player. Yes. You know I wouldn't want to play squash. That's a rare condition this day and age.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't read any good news <laughs> on the newspaper page, to be real honest.
1: Show. max is back folks <laughs> it's the worst uh finally my man Miziel, i will answer this because i'm not uh, i'm not having an ulcer right now he says what is your dream nightmare draw for the champions league mm. qualifying or quarterfinals uh yes th- that is tomorrow morning
0: two soccer matches were <laughs> on our television yesterday one of them went well for the people who work here because max's beloved liverpool beat uh byron Bayern. byron um
1: ran them out of their own building it was lovely and uh
0: and also QPR play.
1: Yeah, that wasn't great. Here's where I am at. I am. F- I would. I think I would love Ajax, Porto, or Spurs. That's like if you're just. Yeah. Here's three teams that I think we will just bury. Those are the three that I think. Who's the be- team you don't want? I don't. I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm. I think we can, Liverpool can beat any of them. Yeah. None of them bother me. What I don't want is City, purely because my whole year has been. Liverpool versus City.
0: Your whole year has been like City's, like
1: (laughs) like inevitably that's what it'll come down to anyway. And I would just like to not deal with it right now. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's you know if we have to you know if they have to play in the semifinals, okay, whatever. Like I just the whole year is there are two good teams, two really good teams in the Premier League, Mm -hmm. and then there's everyone else. And it's and it's Liverpool and City, and it's just a fatigue thing. Mm-hmm. At this point, I just I don't like I don't like either of the Manchester teams. I never have. Yeah. So just it, it's I'm not worried about being able to beat them. I think Liverpool can beat them. They did it last year in, in two legs. I I just tired of that city. I if it was just eliminated from the world, not even from a competitive standpoint, I just don't like it. Just don't like Manchester. It's just it, it can go. OK, so that's where I'm at.
0: How do you feel about like West London?
1: <laughs> before you get to Chelsea you can, you before can, you get to Chelsea you can, keep, you can keep your team in West London it's fine
0: uh, I think that's going to do it for us yeah. thank you for spending part of your day with us thank you f- to Matt Wells for hopping on with us as well That uh, follow us on Twitter at DCTF like us on Facebook Facebook.com Dave Campbell's us on Instagram Instagram.com Dave Campbell's and of course see us at TexasFootball.com for Max Thompson I'm Greg Tepper Vince Young please meet your player of the year trophy but don't drive here we'll see you <laughs> tomorrow on Texas.